is MMA sustainable in mainstream, e.g. for journalists with current culture? This might be a, a good question for you to take a stab at, Simon, because you freelanced, you've been a, a full-timer, you've traveled the world covering the sport, you're back to freelancing at the moment. I've only ever freelanced, so I've yet to experience, you know, um, being a member of the MMA media in a full-time capacity. Um, so from my perspective, I can only say that opportunities in Europe, but specifically for us in the UK, because we are Brits, are very, very limited. Um, you've only literally had a couple of folks um, that have been uh, covering the sport full-time, and it is their full-time gig. Um, but you're probably in a much better position to speak on this because you've had a, a ton more experience than I have, um, especially with a major UK outlet. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting question, this, and it's something that it's kind of relevant to me right now and my position. I'll, for those that don't know, um, I've been covering the sport for about eight, nine years now, and the vast majority of that time, it was kind of a side gig. So I was I was always a full-time sports journalist, either covering all sports for the Daily Mirror or I was working at BT Sport, working on their portfolio of sports rights um, that they were showing across their TV channels. And MMA was always part of that. Um, and I managed to, when I was at the Mirror, managed to sort of, uh, sort of finagle it into becoming more of a regular sport on the mirror and, and making it a bigger thing. But the last 21, 22 months or so, um, when I was working for The Sun, MMA was my whole job. Uh, I was full-time covering purely MMA. And to the best of my knowledge, I was the only person in the UK in that position. There are other journalists in the national press who cover MMA, but they also cover other sports as well. Even Gareth A. Davis, who is probably the best known, um, he actually is by trade a boxing journalist and he transitioned into doing MMA as well and has, uh, has, has done really well for himself doing that as well. But he also covers like disability sport and polo and other sports like this. So for me to be doing just MMA as a full-time job really was, uh, it was a dream gig. But as I've since found out, having been made redundant, there's no equivalent job to, to, to jump into. And I'm currently in a position where I'm doing a little bit of freelancing here and there. And I'm looking for my next my next landing place, really. And it's something that me and Sander have spoken about um, sort of off off air for, for weeks and weeks now because it's, 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 it's getting on a bit now. So, um, But I actually said this to you before we went on air today, Sandu. Looking around at the UK media um, industry and trying to find places that cover the sport of MMA as a sport, like give it proper sports coverage. There aren't really that many options out there. There are some people out there who do cover MMA uh, as part of their gig and, you know, they do, they do write legitimate stuff, but a lot of it gets drowned out in the noise of the, the sort of the clicky stuff, uh, the show busy stuff. And, I think for a lot of the UK media, certainly the mainstream media, MMA is almost treated in the same way that celebrity gossip is treated. It, it, that seems to be the stuff that, that they really like to push. And it's a shame because underneath all of that, there is a legitimate sport trying to get out there. And um, we found it with The Sun. When I, was, when I started, they sat me down and said, almost verbatim, they said, Sire, we don't know shit about MMA. Um, we're just going to let you lead how this thing works 
um, and off you go. And for the first year or so, that's exactly what happened. But what happened after that was people started to look at the analytics and saw that Conor McGregor started to really resonate on the, on the analytics and uh, Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm. Those people, it was like, okay, we need to start writing anything and everything about those guys. And then other people started writing stuff. And nothing against those people, but the stuff they were writing was crap. Um, and and you only need to go on sites and look, and, and you'll see what I mean. And what happened was that started to drown out the the legitimate stuff that I was trying to do. And I think eventually it got to a point where they decided, do you know what? We can probably do without Cy writing this stuff because we're happy writing the Conor McGregor clicky stuff and we can basically lift actual stories from other sites and repurpose them and publish them. To me, that seems to be the business model for a lot of uh, the uh, the UK newspaper press, which is a shame. Um, certainly a shame for me personally because I'm currently not working. So, uh, But yeah, looking around at alternative places, there aren't really, there isn't really anywhere. And as, as I said to you before we came on air, if I want to cover the sport, I'm a sports journalist. I've been a sports journalist for about 18 years now. And, and I want to cover a sport properly. I don't, you know, I understand the need for doing some of the fun, wacky stuff. And that's okay. I used to do a bit of that at the, at the mirror, but we also had the legit stuff with it. And I think there's a balance to be struck. Um, and here in the UK, We've kind of gone too far towards the clicky stuff. And when you're trying to grow the coverage of a sport, that's that's where the problems come in. You look at professional soccer over here, you get the best of both. You get good writing, but you also get the fun and game stuff. With MMA, it's mostly the fun and game stuff. It drowns out the good stuff. Um, so for me, looking for, a, looking for a job, my best bet is an overseas outlet, which which is it means I'm competing against a different group of people and all the rest of it and you know it it, it remains to be seen whether I'm successful in getting that gig uh working for a for an outlet overseas but that's the, that that that's the long and short of it here in the UK it isn't treated I don't think the people in the in the decision making positions are are clued up enough yet to treat it as a sport I think they're covering it because they know it clicks and that's pretty much it and that's from from a sports journalist perspective is disappointing because if we had an MMA junkie equivalent in the UK and again we said this before we went on there just from the the writing talent that's available in the UK and Ireland if there was somebody running a site that was funded to that level that you could actually put it together there could be a really strong roster of writers put together and a really strong site put together but unfortunately that's not there so at the moment, you look at the UK, everybody wants to read about MMA and wants to read legit stuff. Really, you're not reading a UK site. You're reading MMA Junkie or MMA Fighting or uh, the stuff Brett Okamoto puts out on ESPN uh, because they're the, they're the guys doing the legit stuff. Um, so we're light years behind over here. We're, I think there are certain individuals who are trying to push the thing up and, and you know, but you still need the people above them, the people making the decisions to say, we're going to buy into this properly as a sport. We want to cover this sport just as legitimately as we cover boxing or as we cover rugby or as we cover football. Uh, I don't think we're there yet. So uh, that's probably as far as I can go with it. I don't know where else. TV-wise, I don't think we're too badly served, to be honest. I know, you know, 
BT Sport has had its critics, and I've been one of them in the past, but we get every show now, and they're all in the same place. I don't think there are too many other places. Even in America, they don't get it all in one place. So we're actually not bad. You know, we're, we're, we're pretty well served over here. Um, but from a from a, a journalistic coverage point of view, um, I don't think we're anywhere near there yet. Um, and I'd love I'd love that day to come. Um, but I think I think we're I think we're a, a good couple or three years away from that at best. 